0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Ace Space, the volleyball podcast brought to you by CEV. We are bang in the middle of an incredibly busy volleyball summer. Um, I like to focus on the indoor side of the game. Louis Lett has been doing a great job on the beach and we've got another great guest for you today. But before that, I've got a great co-host, as always, Key Michael. I nearly referred to you as a guest then because you are great, Key. You always are, alas... I get to say hello first, and it gives me great pleasure every time to introduce you too. How are you, Key? And where are you? Y-
1: hello, Dave. It's always a pleasure to jump on a call with you, and I'm nice. It's nice to see that you're at home and not in a car this time. You gave us that that oh. um, respect today, but uh, yeah, I'm in California. I have just finished a shoot with the USA Women's National Team. Wow. We're doing um we're we're doing a documentary leading up to the Olympics. And I get to call myself a producer of sorts. But I basically just ask them questions and they give me answers and we film them. And it was it was a lot of fun. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Your life is so glamorous. You just bounce around from country to country. It, I wish. Continent, I wish, Dave. Dave. to continent. You can see
1: in the background my Airbnb is far from glamorous. <laughs> but, um, right. Uh, you got to travel now that we're allowed to.
0: I want to chat all about this. However, we have got a superstar guest today and I can't leave her waiting for much longer So we've got so much to talk about. Um, a genuine world-class legend of the game. Maya, how are you?
2: Hi, Key. Hi, Dave. Thank you. And I feel a little bit tired, but pretty okay.
0: Uh, tired emotionally, physically, because volleyball is just non-stop for you I mean you're in between games at the moment so thank you so much for for having a chat um where in the world are you now and what's going on because I'd have thought in between tournaments surely you'd have had a break but no
2: no actually we didn't have uh, any break even the the main team if I can say we didn't play VNL games but we started pretty early with our preparation. 10 of May we started, so we are in progress, I have to say, like for for a pretty long. And we have just a small camp out of Belgrade, but uh, right now we are in Belgrade uh, practicing and having some friendly games uh, against uh, Italy.:
0: Lovely. And how have they gone? Or can't you tell us? Is it all top secret?
2: <laughs> it was okay. I mean, I believe that both of teams that we are not on the on the top level uh, yet. Uh, we were not so lucky that we played uh, five sets first game. And also yesterday, last night, we had uh, three to uh, both games we won, luckily. But uh, tomorrow we are playing uh, another one, actually the last one. And then Italian team will be back to, to Italy and we will just keep going with our practices.
1: You mentioned that you weren't at VNL and I was at VNL and it was an amazing experience. Can I ask you, did you feel a little bit of like, like were you missing out a little bit when you saw your team playing without you or were you just so excited to see the youngsters? Because they, you know, they were really impressive. Some of the players that I had never heard of necessarily from Serbia, but they were, you know, incredible to watch.
2: I agree completely with you that we have really good, uh, I mean, that if I can say like uh, b team of, of national team of serbia was uh, pretty okay especially in the in the beginning of tournament first when we talked with our uh coach terzic to just decided which uh, which tournament uh, has priority this summer we just decided uh Pretty, pretty easy and pretty quick. That Olympic Games is our first goal this summer, and of course, to play EuroVolley at home is also a big deal. But uh, first, when we talk about VNL, this um, I actually when I talk with the girls who, who was in uh, in Rimini in Italy, uh, all of them they they said that they had a really good time. I mean, good experience for all of them. So I can say that we maybe miss some uh, some some games, you know, because to play like uh, uh, such a, like, how many games? Like 10, 15, even more games is uh, always good. Yeah. But then I'm not sure if, if we can, like, how to say survive physically because, you know, it's not easy to play three games in a row and then to have three days uh, rest. Even we have some players that we are over 30, 35. So I don't know. I mean... We just used our time to, I mean, we we spend our time to prepare um, as better as we can. So I hope that we did a good uh, good choice.
0: I feel as though we're going to get on really well today. And I'm really looking forward to having a conversation with you. However, if you start referring to 30 to 35 as old, I think me and you are going to fall out. We're going to have an argument. I've, I've ticked a little <laughs> bit over that threshold now and I'm feeling good about it and I don't need you to bring me down. So if we can just park that.
1: <laughs> we're all in the same boat here, Dave. We're all in the same boat. We're Ex- exactly, not all. Exactly. <laughs> yes.
0: um, well, you talked about um, <laughs> making the Olympics a priority there and I think we're going to make the Olympics a uh, priority today. So... I have got a um, a British pound coin here. And if it lands on a head, we're going to talk about Tokyo. And if it lands on a tail, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Rio first. OK, so I'm tossing the coin and it has landed on a tail. So let's go mm-hmm. for Rio. Um, of all the medals you've won in your career, of which there have been plenty. Where does that silver medal in the Olympic Games in 2016 rank?
2: For sure that silver medal from Rio is one of the uh, on the top, I have to say I mean like one of the my favorite one if I can say like this, because we went to to, to Rio in the, that time, I mean that year 2016. I cannot say with, the, with no expectation, but I believe that no one expected us in, in finals. So it was a uh, tough tournament also i remember that we had like games against uh, russia in quarterfinal, then against the states in semi final and then china so we had three games that it was really uh, really good one you know and tough to play but i i have really good memories from um, from rio of course and uh, Always, I, I I regret a little bit for this uh, gold, but especially because we were leading like one zero in in the final. But I have really good uh, good time. I mean, good memories from uh, from Rio, and I hope that five five years later that we we can uh, have some, you know, and similar experience as we had in Rio. Five
0: years.
1: I have a question about the five the five years. So. A lot of people we've talked to, they've been on the fence, some people have said, oh, it's really, and I actually, I spoke to Coach yesterday about this exact oh, thing, yes. five years instead of four, he said some of the players he selected for his team might not have been going to, to Tokyo if it had only been four years, you know, some players were in their peak form a year ago and some are in their peak now. For you, has that extra year been beneficial or has it been... I think it was beneficial. How have yeah. you used it, let's say?
2: I think it was, I mean, from my uh, my point of view, also I talked with uh, our coach Terzic and also some journalists when they called me and they asked the same question. I said, like, uh, in the moment when you cannot change nothing, you have to accept the situation right so i agree that the the older players most experienced players <laughs> which i am also yes i mean you know one year i cannot say that uh, it's it's not like how to say uh, changing of course because we are one year older so maybe we have some uh, small pains we are more tired you know especially after the long seasons that we all had last season because we Uh, We have to concern that we all started like in in July and we finished in May. So it was pretty, pretty long one. But on the other side, I I believe that young players and the players who uh, who were not like maybe uh, experienced enough that they use this season, you know, for some some games and for some, you know, uh, as you said, like beneficial things. So I think, you know, like if, if I can compare like the, the older one, I mean, the, the experienced one and the young one, both of us, we, we, had, uh, we had something that it was... Uh, for me, I mean, from my point of view, that it was something, something good.
0: How much are you looking forward to going back to Japan? Because you've had some pretty remarkable success there in the past. The World Championship victory, going back to 2006, the World Championship bronze medal, a World Cup silver medal there as well. I mean, it's been a pretty incredible place for you in terms of volleyball. How much are you looking forward to going back and maybe experiencing it all again?
2: Yes, yeah, since two thousand six, our national team we had uh, this opportunity that we we traveled to Japan uh, every single year for a month, month and half oh. until uh, two thousand eighteen. So twelve years in a, in a in a row to. To travel to to Japan and to play there, it was for me it was such such a privilege, you know, uh, thing. And especially as you said, because anytime we we played there, we we had some success. 2006, then also we played some um, World Cup 2015 that we qualify uh, to to Rio straight. I mean, from the from the first um, try and then 2006, 18 that we we became world champions so i think that uh, japan is pretty uh, lucky country for for us so i'm really happy that we are we are going uh, again and back uh, to japan i think that uh, uh, I don't know, from for Serbia and for for our national team, I think that uh, uh, we like we like to play there and uh, as I said, we we feel in Japan uh, like at home, so I hope that it will be like this also this time.
0: Yeah, I think culturally it might be a bit different. you know you're not going to have that um, you're not going to have that support from the stands because they've announced today. Uh, that there aren't going to be any supporters there, which is it's a little bit of yeah. a, a blow. But, you know, at, at the moment, at least, the Olympics is still happening. Me, as a fan, I'm still going to get to see you and all the best players in the world play in the biggest competition in the world. So let's focus on the good things, not the bad things. And um, what about Japan as a country then? Obviously, we've talked about all the, the volleyball success that you've experienced there. What's it like as a place outside of the court?
2: I'm one of the of the person that I really uh, felt in love with Japan from the from the first time I I went there I have to say this because I think that their culture their mentality uh Japanese I mean as a people there like I'm saying like like from from another another world of course these few first few years it was everything so different for us I mean as you said it was uh, kind of kind of culture shock for us, you know, because some, uh, some of the things are definitely uh, work completely different than, than in Europe. But then uh, I would like to tell you that uh, 2018, yeah, the the year when we played the world, world championship, we knew that we will go there like seven or 10 days uh, before the, before the championship. And then also world championship, took like two or three weeks. In May, when I finished the season, so even I knew that I will go for a month to, to Japan, I booked my uh, tickets with my husband and we went there for three weeks. And everyone was asking me like, are you kidding us? Like you are going uh, to Japan, you know that we will go there like for for one month and you are going with your husband for three weeks, but really we, we are in love. so. I'm really maybe not the only one in our national team, but really I I'm in love with
1: Japan. And also I I know as this feeling as a player as well. When you go to play volleyball in a country or anywhere, you don't go there for sightseeing. You don't go sure. there to taste all the local foods. You kind of just you're in the hotel. You get your you know your buffet of chicken <laughs> yeah. and salad and whatever, but. It's so different than when you go on vacation, so you're totally right. If you want to experience the culture and travel and actually dive in, you kind of have to go outside. Yeah, we
2: really enjoyed, especially because we we had this opportunity to to visit five cities. I mean, we decided to to visit five cities, actually, all of them. Uh, I was with national team, but as you said, like when you are with a with a team, it's not that you that you see much. And also, I was really lucky that I had my uh, Japanese. Uh, I mean, I I, I don't want to, 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 to say fans because now we we really became a uh, uh, a good friends. So it was really special occasion that also they followed us in all, all cities. So we have also Japanese hosts there, and it was really nice experience.
0: You um you mentioned your, your national team there. You seem to have a really special group with your national team. You all seem to get on so well. There are some massive characters. Of course, you've had amazing success as well. Just give us a little insight as to sort of what really goes on and is it re- no is it really as fun as it looks because it looks like you all just get on so well and have such a great time in each other's company
2: yeah i mean we are really like maybe not like close friends outside of the of 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 the court but i think that in in the court we have really special uh, chemistry and that we really know each other very well and also i think that the thing that we are playing uh, some of us like 10, 15 years yeah. together. It's also, you know, uh, a big thing. So I think that uh, Serbians, I mean, as a, as, a, as a national, like that we have really different uh, character and different mentality and that we, we work as a group Really, I mean, when I compare with the with the other national team, I think that we have something, something special. I don't know what what is it, but like we we know each other. And as I said, a few of us, of course, that we are good friends. I mean, but I realized maybe a few years ago that I was really sad because I mean not sad, but I was how to say, surprised that for example, I'm talking about myself, that never I had someone of course, that I had friends in the national team, but always I was thinking, like, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's up to me. Something is wrong with me. But then I realized that uh, for one team to, to work good, the only one thing that is important is to to work good um, in the courts. It's not necessary, you know, like out of the court that you are uh, such a good friends and that you, you know that you spend maybe time together. But in the court, I mean, in the gym, we are really dying each for other.
1: this also came up with the USA girls that I've been speaking to. You get really close with your team and it's not just 12 players. It's maybe like 20 players that are in the gym training with you, traveling with you. But when it comes to the Olympics, and I think this is what the outside community doesn't realize, it gets cut down to 12 players. So just 12 players get to become that Olympic squad, which is amazing and incredible if you get chosen. But the other side of that is it's heartbreaking that your best friend, someone that you've been training with for years, Maybe doesn't get to call themselves Olympians. So of course, you're in that period right now because you're about to. Ha- you you know your selections haven't happened yet. Yeah, of course. That, I mean, what, are, what are you guys feeling right when, now?
2: When it's time, as you said, like for cutting. I mean, for the for the how I can say like these uh, main twelve players, and then it's time that our coach comes comes to us and to say that only 12 girls were going, especially for Olympics, as you said, because for the other competition, like 14, so maybe sometimes 16 even. But of course, that is difficult. I mean, for me also as a captain, you know, I have to talk with the players for some girls. It doesn't matter if they're younger or not, but you have to, how to say, to explain, to give some advices, you know, to, uh, to even, you know, uh, I don't know how how to explain to braid them, you know, to 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 work more, to continue to work hard. So it's it's really not yeah. not easy one. And in these days we are in in that situation because I think like in two three days they have to announce uh, fourteen players we will travel to to Japan and then two days before the Olympic starts to to us will i mean two of them or us will be back to to serbia so of course it's not easy but you know i think in in sport like you know it's i don't want to say normal but i think that uh, every one of us that we we know that the, the 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 it works like this so we cannot i mean change nothing we are just doing our job so the the coach is the one that i think
0: have to to cut and to have maybe the most difficult so two job. players travel to tokyo and then have to travel yeah. back they, if they're not selected they can't even stay for the games they have to go. oh that is brutal
2: yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, it was like this before, uh, I mean, Beijing mm-hmm. and London and Rio. I remember even it was more, I think 16 was in London. But now I believe because of this situation and because of pandemic, it's not easy to organize everything. So only 14 of us and then two girls will be back to Serbia.
0: Yeah, not fair and not easy, but. Key, um That is a lot of volleyball. So I think we need a palate cleanser. How, how about we dig in oh. <laughs> and find a little bit more uh, what i will say yes. uh, i hope you've got your Alrighty. your answering brain on because i have got so many fan questions for you later <laughs> like, we can't possibly ask them all but before that key quite looking forward to <laughs> whenever you ask the digging in questions i yes. always give my own answers in my head as well i love this part of the podcast yeah <laughs> oh yeah
1: <laughs> Well, you probably have all all saved. I have I have a list of sort of like like hundred <laughs> different questions here and I kind of just pull out which one whichever one I feel like fits the guess. So, digging into Maya Ognenovic. What are your best dance moves? <laughs> I am afraid that I don't have it. I'm not the
2: not No, dances? no. I'm not the best. One actually I like to dance, but you know, I'm not not the one that I will, you know, stand, stand first and to start the dance. I mean, when everyone else is dancing,
1: then I can, you know, but I'm a little bit shy. So you're telling me you don't have a TikTok account? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we won't, we won't be waiting, (laughs) watching that then for real. But uh, okay. What about, what is your favorite flavor of popcorn?
2: Mm, The basic one. I don't know which is like no flavor. No flavor? No flavor. (laughs) Maybe caramel. No salt, no butter,
1: no No. (laughs) no sugar. Just corn. I'm trying to eat clean, so. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Healthy, healthy. Healthy, Healthy, yeah. Okay. That's a good answer. Uh, If you were to be in a movie, who would play you?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I guess it could be like your favorite actress or someone you think resembles you or has your personality. Mm-hmm. Just, it could be literally anyone you want. Let's see. Let's see. Let's
0: I mean, see. to me, obviously it would be Ryan Reynolds because we look so alike. Um. <laughs> oh, you Ryan Reynolds,
2: why, why not? I like him, I like him,
0: really, uh. seriously.
1: I would say maybe... I, I see a little bit of like Julia yeah. Roberts-ish. Or like
0: like an Angelina Jolie or you. someone. You know, <laughs> like.
2: Normally someone told me once that uh, I have some similar, maybe because of cheeks or something, uh, like... Oh, Mato yeah. Roman. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was
2: such a compliment for me. <laughs> <so
0: much. laughs>
1: I love that. Um, okay what is the simplest advice that's the most difficult to follow
2: mm-hmm. this
1: one's kind of hard even even for me uh i would say uh
2: i mean this is my advice when i'm playing with the with the younger players and when they are they are asking me you know especially in the tough moments like what i can do i am just saying like be brave you know but actually yeah. this is the the most difficult. Is... i mean to be brave like you know like or in some difficult moments in the game it's not easy and also I think that these kind of things uh, we are all how to say learning you know during uh, career but to be brave in the sport it's important thing.
1: Yeah because you can either be the game winner or the game loser if it's 24-23 and you go for an ace and exactly (gasps) yeah but you learn over time experience. (laughs) um what is your favorite show on do you watch youtube or netflix netflix okay what's your favorite show right now
2: Uh, i finished during the season especially when when i have some you know not maybe days off but some you know like free time i'm watching and the last one that i watched it was which one i will tell you this gambit with the with the chess. Oh, was Queen's the... Gambit. Oh,
1: Queen's Gambit. Queen's really Gambit. good. Yeah. yeah, that was the last one. Yeah. I liked. Really this one. good. I haven't yeah. seen yeah. it. Have you seen it? So, you you
0: <laughs> don't watch anything good until we get together on the podcast. And for about six months, I'm like, you've got to watch this thing. You've got to watch this thing. And then you watch yeah. it, and you're always like, nah, it was fine. It was funny.
1: Yeah, I didn't even watch. I don't know Maya. If you watched that, um, that Michael Jordan the Last Dance documentary, yes, right
0: before before I Key before dance, Key yeah. spouts her nonsense, Maya, did you enjoy it? <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, I loved because everybody it. in the yeah, world, apart from yeah. Key Michael,
1: it was just a little bit too long. It was like ten uh, no, episodes, no. and it could have just. It was been one of the too. greatest dynasties uh, in the
0: history of sport. Of course, it was long.
1: <laughs> oh you know what i watched recently though the tiger woods one that one i oh. liked it was a bit shorter yeah, I Which one was that. That? oh it's scandalous uh um, i don't know what it's called i think it's just called tiger uh-huh. Ooh, i could get into but that should watch mm-hmm. it if you like sporting documentaries okay. oh, anyway opers. moving on <laughs> moving on um what's an instrument that you wish you could play guitar okay piano yeah yes. piano
2: also Everyone is saying I have long fingers, so I would I would be good one.
1: <laughs> if you could choose one song to play every time you enter a room for the rest of your life, what song would it be?
2: Mm-hmm. Some Serbian, for sure. I mean, I like, of course, like uh, commercial, if I can say music. I like More Greek popular, music, actually. Yeah. But Serbian one, I don't know. I don't have any, you know, like... Favorite like group or favorite singer, but Serbian music I like.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't think no. I know any
0: Serbian I'm look, music. I'm looking oh. for something to add to the playlist. I think that
1: we have
2: good, good sound. Good, I mean, from the Balkan. Actually, we have similar. I mean, as a
1: Turkish, as a Greek, yeah. we have good, uh, good feeling for oh, music. Good feeling for music. Um, all right, a couple more. If you were to open a shop, what would you be selling?
2: Uh, beauty stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah? <laughs> yeah
1: oh okay are I'm you are you yes. quite <laughs> yeah
2: Good. i'm never boring to do like you know my hair my nails face treatment body treatment massage so actually i'm planning you know maybe i mean in the future
1: Really. but
2: i like that stuff yeah
1: oh well maybe you could give me a tip or two because i went to get my haircut and i don't know if you can uh-huh. see but the lady totally chopped off the layers. Ah, <laughs> like, so you need something for growing? I need everything, Maya, whatever you could recommend. I need hair, I need nails, I need everything, all of the makeup. Uh... <laughs>
0: um,
1: well, I, I don't know how much more time. Oh, one more. Well, I'll do cool. one more because this is my favorite one. Um, if you had to be an animal, if you were any kind of animal, what would you be? Lion, of course. Oh, Obviously. that was easy. That was quick.
0: Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, and but how? Yeah. And is uh, that because they're
1: so confident and aggressive, or?
2: True. Actually, this is my sign that I I don't believe much in in uh, in the horoscope, but my sign. So I believe that there is there is something similar. Mm.
1: <laughs> okay, you're a Leo. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. okay, I'm a Cancer, so I guess that would mean I'm a crab. <laughs> uh, I
2: like
0: Cancer. I'm a so I'm, I'm a sagittarius sure. so make of that what you will i d- i don't know anything about <laughs> um star signs but i know that somebody who's got a horse's legs and a bow and arrow that's got to be good right uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah I mean,
0: if you <laughs> yeah if you're going to choose a method to escape four legs would be good and anything with a weapon but alas um i'd love digging in thank you for that mike and we've still got the fan questions to come but let's bring it back to volleyball, because I'm, you've got so much to do before then with the Olympics and the selection and captaining the team. But we do end the international season with Eurovolley, and it is bringing top-level European competition back to your home country. And that's pretty cool, right?
2: Yeah, I was really happy and uh, and exciting when I heard that uh, we will host the Eurovolley again after 10 years, especially because last time when we played in Belgrade 2011, yeah. you remember it that went we, okay. We, <laughs> yeah, we were on the top and we won gold medal, and it was really one of the, you know, uh, the good one. I mean, when I remember also this generation and also this atmosphere and everything. 10 years uh, ago, it was really amazing. Mm-hmm. One, so I'm really happy that again we will have that uh, opportunity to play in front of our spectators at home, especially. So, the only one thing that we will not have uh, much time between Olympics and Eurovolley, you know, because it's going to start like. 18 or 19, I mean our group 19, yeah. so we'll have only 10, like 11 days uh, between, but whatever. I'm really exciting, super exciting. But as you said, like first, because Olympics are first, you know, like competition. So we are a little bit focused more on on, on that one. But of course, that's to play at home, especially because we will play, play in this Belgrade arena that it's pretty big and for the first time we'll play there. So also these things is making me even more excited.
0: it's it's just crazy I can't believe how much international volleyball there is this summer it is absolutely insane but it's also nice to see people (laughs) excited about it as well I mean you were there at the VNL key um, Mm -hmm. and then the olympics Uh, (laughs) what are the expectations like Maya for your for your team because I mean I've got I've got the list of medals that you've won on a screen next to me here, mm-hmm. and it's absolutely astonishing. And I know that the competition at the top level is unbelievable, and going into this Olympic Games, there are probably five or six teams who genuinely think they've got a chance of, of winning the gold medal, and the same with, with Euro Volley as well. So, so how do you set the expectations, and how do you then go about reaching those goals?
2: Thank you. Actually, this is the only one medal that it's missing, you know, for for all of yes. us. I mean, for our generation. But of course, in front of us is uh, is really, you know, like hard, 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 you know, time and games and you know the the groups and as you said, like twelve teams. For sure, like five or six of us, we are really uh, we are really all uh, predicting for a uh, for uh, any medal, you know. So I think that. Uh, that it will not be easy at all i can say that in our group we have maybe you know brazil as a team that we are you know similar as a a, a in i mean in inequality and of course that in the other group they have china states and uh, italy and turkey so for sure it's going to be more tough than i mean compares to to our group But our expectations are always high. I mean, we are one of the team that we are like in previous few years, always in the top that everyone is uh, watching us and that everyone is expecting, of course, you know, highest result from from us. And I said many times that now also we are one of the team that we don't have we are not anymore one of the team that we can say like ah we will go you know to this competition and we will play our best. We have to say you know we have to call the things how how they are you know. So we are going there to uh, to win and to to take the medal. I don't want to uh, you know to to talk about you know bronze or gold medal because from Rio we we played the finals. So everyone now is talking about about gold medal. But if you know uh, bronze medal I. I I I would say that it, it's also a success for us.
0: So I've got a theory on that front that very often when you see the podium at the end of a tournament, the team who win the bronze medal always look happier than the team who win the silver medal because their tournament ends with a victory, whereas the silver medalist ends yeah. with a defeat. And I know that's just a strange observation because any medal at that level is just... Beyond the realms of what normal human beings can achieve, but I just think that's interesting. Like if you if you end with a win to get the bronze medal, it'll be, it'll be amazing. But I wonder, key, because the women's the women's indoor and the men's indoor are going to be amazing tournaments. It's so difficult to pick a winner, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's. I, I mean, I was thinking this when I was at the VNL watching, you know, the highest level. Yeah. And as you said, Maya, not even all the teams sent their best mm. teams, but. My gosh, it it's, it's an incredible, there's so many teams that are right there, neck mm. and neck, but I, I agree with you. China, you, USA, mm-hmm. Italy. It's gonna be really, it's gonna be really cool to watch.
0: i tell you what is gonna be really cool is trying to pick some questions to ask you. So a, a couple of days out before the, the chat, the, the good guys at CV give fans the opportunity to ask you questions and the response has been absolutely unbelievable. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and pick a few now. Some are good, some are not so good. But everybody, thank you very much for getting your questions in. Uh, <laughs> but next time, send yeah, 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 questions. yeah. Next time, better and slightly fewer, so I don't have to read them all. However, uh, let's start with Marcella Holp's question first. She asks: Olympic Games or World Championship?
2: Olympic Games. Ooh.
0: What I like about you, Maya, is you don't dwell on these things. You're just like, I've got an answer for this and I'm going to give you the answer. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, because Olympic Games, you know, for all athletes around the world, I think is, is the main one. Of course, that yeah. World Championship, especially for how to say for your sport, mm-hmm. I mean, it's more maybe I don't want to say common, but, you know, Olympic Games are Olympic Games, no compares. I mean, there is no competition that I can compare with the Olympic Games. Mm.
1: That's the quote of the day. Olympic Games are the
0: Olympic yeah. Games. Period. <laughs> they are. And, and do you know what? You're absolutely right. Because this this Olympic Games is going to be different to any Olympic Games that we've ever experienced. But then again, Rio was different to London, and London was different to Athens, and Athens was different oh. to Sydney. They're all they're all different, mm-hmm. and and the yeah. world moves incredibly quick, quickly. I mean, you think in in two thousand and eight. Social media wasn't even a thing for the Olympic Games. And look mm. how that's, that's evolved. So I yeah. don't think we should think about the, the, the negativity around why this game, mm-hmm. these games are going to be different, just the fact that they are going to be different yeah. and Tokyo are going to do an incredible job. Anyway, next question. Um, who taught you mm-hmm. how to set? Andrea Parisi asks that question. It's quite a good question, actually. Who taught mm-hmm. you to set?
2: Taught me. I had, in my hometown when I started, I think we had really good volleyball school uh, there, I mean, in Serbia, I think that we are pretty, uh, pretty good. We, that we have pretty good technique, you know, all of us. That we have good, uh, good volleyball uh, school. But it was, you know, my one of my first coaches in my hometown, in my primary school. So I believe that yeah. that he was this uh, responsibility and privilege to teach me how to set. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Did you pick it up easily or was it?
2: Yeah, from the process? beginning. From because the beginning actually, because I was the shorter one, you know, so I, mm-hmm. I wasn't like tall enough, like my teammates, and then they said like I you will play a setter, and then I didn't change yeah. for all my life.
1: Amazing. That makes sense. If you wanna play, you gotta be setter, you're like, Okay, <laughs> we'll do it. You have to accept from age eight.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when <laughs>
2: everyone else was you know, just to attack, to attack, you know, or to block. I would like, you know, mm-hmm. and
0: and that was all. None of them can do it without you, though. Um, ono Kuskun asks, who is your favorite volleyball player?
2: Mm, female, of course. Actually, I'm not following men's volleyball that much, but yeah. uh, I mean, favorite. It's a little bit diffi- difficult question for me because I have maybe a few of them that I really like to play in national team and also uh, in a club as well. So all my teammates from the from the national team, I really love to play with them. You know, Voskovic, Rasic, also that we played in uh, in in Vakiv, uh, Silvia Popovic, our liberal, I really love her because she's always making making me uh, crying. And laughing, you know, in the court during during the practice. <laughs> in last generation, I really loved to play with Nikolic, that she was my roommate as well. And I don't know, Tatiana Koseleva, that we spent really perfect time in as a university.
1: I loved Kosha. I loved Kosha. I really. with Jelena Nikolic, she's lovely.
2: Ah, yeah one of my favorite then Rachel Adams also she was my roommate Thaisa Inazadjubashi I remember really we had good uh and and quality I mean I like to play with them many players I cannot like pick now in Bakif also Barschi I like or Gabi I loved to play so I mean I can say sure. at least Daniel,
0: Daniel. I tell you what, you've dropped some names there. Wowie. I mean, <laughs> God, you played with some amazing players. In fact, we had um we had Gabby as a guest on the, the podcast, didn't we, mm-hmm. Key? And she was just nice. a joy. Her just she's just a bundle of amazing energy, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Like she could she could tell me anything. I'd be like, oh my god, Gabby, that's the best thing ever. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's quite deep, actually. Lika Car 17 asks. Would you call yourself a happy person?
2: Yeah, for sure. Good. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, when I turn back, I have to say that really I'm, I'm happy one with my career, with my family, with my friends, you know. So I can say.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like that. And I think it's. That's probably as important as any of the volleyball answers that you've given, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
0: Right then, let's have a couple more of these. You're not going to believe this, Keith. I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask any of them. But there's so many questions about like feet and shoes and stuff. Why are people so upset? No, there aren't. <laughs> they're, they're...
1: No, there aren't. I
0: promise you. I promise you there are.
1: The Cev fans are. They're better than that. Better
0: than... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Zhongen uh, two eight nine eight asks, "How come you have such a good sense of when to play the second ball over the net?"
2: I think it just, you know, came naturally. Yeah. It's nothing that someone, you know, taught me. That I was thinking about it. I mean, during that I'm playing, that I'm thinking. It's just, you know, coming like as a feeling.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think the older you get, the the harder it is to answer those kind of questions. Uh- <laughs> as you're first learning volleyball, you think. Yeah okay this is the right moment and then this is not the right moment yeah. but the more you play the more you just, yeah understand yeah, it. Like you it's just feel older. it it's just a sense that exactly. you can see the exactly.
0: other side of the chord and you exactly Key. you just used the o word there older it's banned it's banned from the ace, <laughs> as you get, as more, you get experience. more experience excuse me <laughs> uh franco Du asks ace or block
2: Ace, I'm really, in last years, I have to say that I'm terrible in blocks, so ace. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and ace. last one then, DJ Gokan 6 asks, what do you love about being in Turkey?
2: Mm, everything. Ah, everything. Nice. I feel Turkey um, like, uh, like my home country, you know, because this is like, it was 50, year that I played there and two more in in Pasi so it's going to be like seven years and I think Mm -hmm. it's pretty long you know long period to to live and to stay in one in one country especially Istanbul as a as a city I I loved Istanbul and we are really similar you know Serbian and Turkish people about mentality about food about lifestyle about everything so I really I really love to
0: to be there. Oh, I, I can't wait to go back to Istanbul. Oh, is. yes. Oh, what yes, an amazing. Yes, yes. Amazing one. Really amazing one. Just brilliant, brilliant place for the brilliant people. Yes. And obviously brilliant sport as well. Volleyball yeah. and, and so much more. Hell of a place! Um, I know there's there's lots to there's 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 lots of volleyball to play and lots of medals to win. But aside from mm. the beauty empire that you've told us you're going to build, what happens for you after volleyball? Do you think? <laughs>
2: mm. uh, I have to be honest and to say that maybe in like last few months I I just started to think about it because you know like two years. Uh, uh, contracting as Adjibashi, I, I know and I feel that it will pass like two months yeah. because it's always happening like this. So I just started to to think what what I can do after. As I'm uh, CEV and FIVB, uh, part of this athletes group, as you know, I think that it's good thing. I mean, I'm really interested in I I would really uh, be happy to, to help uh, the athletes as well, and the federation, both of them, as well as a, as a player, you know, and as a person who, who played really uh, twenty and more years in a national team, and then in you know, my international career, I I I think that I can be a really helpful one. So this is a thing that makes me uh, makes me how to say happy in this moment that. I think that I can give something more back to volleyball, you know what I mean, because volleyball uh, gives me everything that I have in my life. And really, I, I said many times, one of my biggest maybe love is the work. I mean, the job that I'm doing, this is uh, really not, not, not the often, you know, uh, situation. I mean, mm-hmm. that the, the, the people are working what they love the most so i would uh, like to give something back to volleyball so this is i mean this is what i'm thinking now of course you know some volleyball maybe camp or you know some some volleyball school as well because i really like kids so i think that i have this connection with uh, with the kids especially so maybe also that one but uh, to be part of both of federation european and uh, and world one i think that it can be really successful oh, i
0: love that
1: i think this is my favorite question mm. so far yeah. because i see your face kind of like lighting yes. up when you think about the possibilities of what to do afterwards and i almost like i see myself in your shoes this is exactly mm-hmm. how i i think all volleyball players are all athletes you get to a stage where mm-hmm all you've known is being the player and you're kind of trying to mm-hmm. imagine okay what do i do next what do i do next when i can't play anymore but the, and it's scary but also there's so many possibilities you literally get to just choose and reinvent yourself true sure. whatever you decide you want to do you can do mm-hmm. so there's that fear of losing mm-hmm. your identity but also that excitement of building mm-hmm. a new one mm-hmm. so i'm excited for you yeah Uh, thank you thank you for understanding as well
2: actually when i when i not maybe when i started but maybe a few years ago i was like uh always when, when the people start already starting to to ask me about you know what what next? I mean, what after the, the volleyball uh, career? I was like, no, no, no. I just know one thing, that I will n- not do nothing in volleyball. I don't want to go to the <laughs> gym, I don't want to touch the ball, I don't want to talk even with the people who are playing volleyball. But then, of course, the, the things are changing, and I realize that this is the what I, what I know to do the best. And especially, you know, in this maybe two, three seasons, um, last two, three seasons, I think that I can give my knowledge to the other. You know what I mean? That the players when they are asking for advice is, you know, when the setters are asking me like how you are doing this, how you're doing that. Then I give when I when I talk with them, that they are, you know, looking at me like, you know, with the eyes open like this. And then <laughs> I see in the court that they are doing what I told to them. And this is, you know, the 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 biggest uh, how to say I mean the best feeling that I had especially in Baki Bank when I when I was with Jan Swalzbeck, that she's setter in the yeah. national team as well, I talked really with, uh, and also she was really curious one and one who really wanted to to learn a lot. And then when I saw a few times that she's doing the things that I taught her, I was really, you know, like, you know, th- this is the the right way. Like a proud big sister. <laughs> yes, this. really, really.
0: Uh, I love it. It's it's really interesting hearing you talk about, it. and you're right, Key. as soon as we started talking about this, Maya, your face just lit up and it's amazing. And you. Thank you. you get two different kinds of athletes, don't you? Some who, when they do finish, as you mm. pointed out that you maybe thought a couple of years ago, Maya, you're like, right, I want away from this sport, I'm done with it. And others mm. who do want to to give back. And, and what's beautiful about the situation we're in now, there are... So many ways that you can do that. You could be a coach or a or a mentor or you could go and work for one of the organizations. I know the CEV have got a lot of former players on staff, or you could become some kind of marauding beacon like Key is who's just trying to build a conduit between <laughs> players of different generations in in making in making vlogs and, and going into broadcasting. Um, Yeah, get a YouTube channel, Maya. I feel like you would thrive. What's amazing as well is it seems as though the organizations, you've mentioned CEV and FIVB there, are realizing that people like you, Maya, are assets. I mean, you've played the the Mm. best possible level of volleyball for for 20 years if you can't help (laughs) grow the sport. Then who can? So hopefully yeah. the the relationship works and and you can get the best out of each other and leave the game in a in a better place than than where you found it, which was a pretty good place to begin with. I'm really excited, actually. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, amazing! Um, I think that is a really good place to to end this really lovely conversation, Maya. Um, obviously. We are a CEV podcast, so we can't say who we want to win the Olympics, but um, <laughs> uh, just the very, very best of luck. And I hope you and the team play as well as you can and don't have any regrets coming out Tokyo. I just hope it goes brilliantly for you. So all the very, very best.
2: Thank you so much. Uh, it was my pleasure.
0: Thank you. Key, we've had another amazing guest, haven't we? We're so lucky <laughs> no, no, on this no. podcast.
1: I know. I love <laughs> meeting people from the game. I actually was thinking before this, we I think we've played against each other before, potentially when you were who won? playing in chemics. Who won? I'm police. Who won? Where did you yes, play in that f- time? Key. I was in Busso. Hi in Busso. Oh so, so we won. I, I know I haven't dropped my I haven't dropped my silver medal yet in this conversation, you. but who
0: won <laughs> the game. That's all I want to know. <laughs> 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 my one victory over my... Life.
1: No, yeah, it was. It would have been two thousand and what? Fifteen. Wow. So fifteen. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. But it's it's so cool, you know. To to me, I'm sure you don't remember me personally, but it, it's nice to just know, like, oh yeah, we you know, play against each other. And then to have a conversation with you. Thank
2: you, you too. Thank you. Ah,
0: Wonderful. Uh, Right then, as always, um, it has been a pleasure to speak to you, Maya Key. It is always a pleasure. We don't get to do it enough, but when we do, I thoroughly enjoy it. But uh, thank you for listening Thanks. and thank you for getting involved thank as well. You, sorry, um, sorry we couldn't answer all the questions or ask all the questions, but we've only had a friend. Of We'd need about four hours. But, uh, <laughs> but Maya, you were absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Key, how do they get in touch with us?
1: So if anyone has any more questions for our next guest or wants to just send us some feedback, give us a, you know a virtual thumbs up. You can send questions to the, a space at the C-E-V dot Correct. Correct
0: and the hashtag or and the hashtag use
1: the is #letvolleyballtalk yes,
0: <laughs> across all of the socials um, but until next time thank you very much for listening spread the word tell your friends because maya's been a brilliant guest but over the last 12 months we have had a whole host of them and lots more to come key thank you maya thank you listeners thank you thank you bye
2: bye thank you <laughs>
1: Hey, it's Samantha Fabris here. Make sure you look out for every volley coming latest this year and cheer us along. It's going to be amazing climax to a volleyball packed summer.